welcome to this special episode of Nigeria Daily. My name is Lilian Okazi. Women's History Month is a celebration of women's contributions to history, culture, and society. It is celebrated every year from 1st to 31st of March, so it is safe to say we're still in the spirit of celebrating spectacular women. In this episode of Nigeria Daily, we're looking at the life and time of a 75-year-old woman who not just made an impact in her life, but also made an impact in the society through her hard work. Although she chooses to stay anonymous, but let's get to hear her story. So thank you so much for joining us, Ma. Thank you very much. No, I, no I'm not 75 yet. Okay. On the 31st of December, I will be 31st at the end of this this year. You'll be 75? 75. With how many kids? I have four, four children and four, no, five grandchildren. Wow. Yes. What was it like growing up as a young girl? Oh, growing up, when my mother had, I wrote everything for you. My mother had 11 children. I am the last one. Now remain only four of us. My brother is 104 years in the village now. 1956, uh, they enrolled children to go to school. Ten. I am the only one who survived. You can imagine me from the village walking to the district, district where I attended primary school, 20 miles. No, no shoes. Every holiday, I used to walk from the district to my village, 20 miles, no shoes. Then when I come during the holiday, they will open two rooms of goats and rams. They will give me a stick <laughs> to go and look after them in the bush. I will take a hoe, well, I don't know how you call it, the one we use for farming. Mm -hmm. Farming. I remember once a hoe entered my nail. Wow. Yes. So this, and then fetching water from the river with a big calabash three times to pour it in one big pot. So this is my life. Then I, I met my husband. Somebody introduced me. He said he is tired of marrying, marrying. Please let his friend introduce somebody if he knows. So this is how he found me. They went to my village to do the wedding prayers. Supposing you speak Fulani, if I tell you what they used to, they thought because he has muscles tall, they used to joke during the, that, that, that day. They, he heard them saying, where did I get this, this big fat man, tall? Mm -hmm. And you know Fulanis are not supposed to be have muscles, they are supposed to be slim. Mm -hmm. So they thought he, he speak uh, Fulani. He told me everything. I married him 1963. Oh, I married him. To cut story short, we served Nigeria three positions. He was Inspector General of Police, National Security Advisor. The third position, um, National Security Advisor, then Minister of Agri. So Got married for 53 years. Why did we live in peace? I didn't care about his wealth. He sent my, my children for education, not in Nigeria, abroad. All of them, they graduated. Now all of them are working. My last son is um, 31 years now. He's also working. I have grandchildren. 
five grandchildren now. Even the, my first daughter had triplets. They are all in the university now. The okay. one, yeah. Okay, so um, at your time, what was it like getting married to a man that has money? Were you able to do what it is you wanted to do for yourself? Mm-hmm. My advice, the family Bainakum uh, uh, organization gave me an award. I am one of the lecturers for young young girls getting married, how they will live in peace with their husbands. Number one, once your husband is feeding you, looking after your children, and you are lucky he has given you money to do your business, do it. But don't involve yourself in, in his own business. That's where the trouble will start. We live in peace. So this is how, and then the impact of my education. I quietly registered my NGO since I was born in, in a poor background, going to offices, telling them stories, how I was born, how I went through my education. Look at me now. I did two boreholes in my village. Now on the access road and bridge, I even went to World Bank. I went to the Ministry of Works and Housing. They are all aware. Recently, somebody was telling me they saw some people went going to measure the road and the bridge. You cannot imagine Nigeria after independence, how many governments. I even went to meet our former, what do you call him, governor. Said, okay, he used to tell me in Fulani, don't, don't, don't worry, I will do it, don't worry. They didn't do it. And I used to tell people, supposing Nigeria will release their wealth financially, there will be no one poor person. We have governors, and government used to give them to do this, do that. Yet they won't do it. They will go and build their own estates. So, and then in our religion, they said, once God bless you financially, don't waste it. Waste it where it's supposed to be. Your families, then spread your hands. Don't choose who. Give them as long as they are poor. Well, who would have thought my will be going on a break? Do stay. We'll be right back. It's enlightening. It's incisive. It's analytical. It's entertaining. It's educating. It's the bearing. A podcast from Daily Trust addressing issues that have direct bearing in your life. Join us every week on www.dailytrust.com. Follow us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash daily trust. On Twitter at twitter.com forward slash daily trust. And on YouTube at youtube.com forward slash daily trust. To listen in, join us on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and TuneIn Radio. You are welcome back. This is Nigeria Daily coming to you from Daily Trust. In this episode, we are looking at the life of a 75-year-old woman who is telling us how she has been able to change and influence her life and that of the people around her. Well, let's get back to our chat with her as she tells us how she did start her NGO. With your NGO, how are you able to change the lives of young girls 
who didn't have the opportunity to get education as early as you did? Yeah, I know I, they used to. Those that I know, I used to advise them what I told you earlier on, how they will first live in peace with their husbands if they are lucky. Okay, so what have you done that has that you know that these are things that you want other women to look at and emulate and look up to? Yeah, the most important thing, the women, supposing they are married, let them Im not involve their, their business with their husbands. Let the husband give them to do their own businesses. Let them not involve themselves in the husband's business. That's what I used to advise them. That's where the trouble will come. Yes. So you had children, and how were you able to, you know, take care of your children, take care of your husband, and still have your business? Yes. No, normal. You know, I used to take them personally to school, bring them back, cooking myself before. I did even, when we were in Lagos, making cakes to my friends, those who have uh, had children. During naming ceremony, I will make cake for them. I cook myself. We didn't have somebody who will help me to cook. But now, when they open the kitchen, I'm, I'm in the parlor. I used to shout on them, please close that door. I won't even go to the kitchen. What more of to cook? I have cooks. That's why. Yeah, but then when your children were small, mm. how no, nowadays you see women saying it's very hard to have a husband and children and have business. Do you think a woman can have all of those things? You have your husband, you're taking care of your children, and you have your business that is doing well. Do you think women nowadays can do all of those things? Nowadays, I am not sure. But the most important thing, even the nowadays, once they don't involve themselves with the husband's um, businesses, if they are lucky, they, they can ask their husband to assist. Once he stopped them, they should stop. Did you experience the war? And what was it like for you as a young girl? War, that's when we were in Lagos. We, I, I learned Gawan was uh, the president then, during Biafra. They even gave him a name. They said, go on with one Nigeria. That's Gawan. He is the one who assisted in Biafra to stop the war. Yes, that's why. Did, you, did, did it affect your relationship with your husband as a young girl? What memories do you have of it? No, it did not affect our relationships at all. So do you the remember war. anything that happened during that period? No, we were, we used to, the, the, because of the security reasons, we shouldn't be going in and out all the time. But more of it is from the Biafra, yes. So on this um, Women's Month, they were talking to women now. Yes. Um, you spoke about how you registered your NGO yes. to financially assist people from the poor background. Yes. And the first agenda was to grant access road and bridge in rural areas. Yes. So what's your advice? My own advice, my own advice to women, how they will live in peace with their husbands. Let them, I don't care from which state or which uh, mother tongue. They should not involve their, themselves with their husband's businesses. Once they are, the husband, they are lucky he has given you um, capital to do your business, you go and do it. So Any husband that so you involve your, your, yourself with his business, there will be problem. 
So how about how women see themselves and dress themselves and carry themselves nowadays? What's your word to women? Uh, women, no, I don't care how they dress. Is their tribes or whatever or religion? Our my own religion, we are. We, we they told us to cover, to leave only our faces, to dress very well. But sorry to say, then in the I don't know, I cannot remember. Uh, I used to dress short. I used to even attach my hair mm -hmm. when we were in Lake in Lagos. There was once I traveled to America. I went to one shopping center. I even attached my hair, <laughs> long one. So when I was paying, I, I, I picked everything from the shop. I was paying under the counter. This is why when children saw me with long hair at the back, they were running to catch it. This is how I, <laughs> I drop everything and run out of the shop. Look at me now. I won't even two minutes remove only when I'm doing my ablution. <laughs> I have changed now. So we have to, then number one, strengthening on my religion very well. I used to say our wealth will not save us getting sick or dying. Even in my religion, they said, when God bless you, don't waste it. Waste it where it's supposed to be. Your family members, spread your hands to give. Don't choose who. For peace of being well, I hope we've been able to inspire you one way or another. But before we go, as a woman, anything is possible provided you put in the work. And that wraps up the show for today. Thank you so much for listening. A big thank you to everyone whose voices we heard on the show. Nigeria Daily is a Daily Trust production. And you can download these and other episodes of our podcast on dailytrust.com, bossprouts.com, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and TuneIn Radio by simply searching for Nigeria Daily. You can also listen on NAS FM 89.9 in Yola, Unity FM 93.3 in Jos, Badegu Radio 90.1 in Mina, and Sawaba FM 104.9 in Hadija. Now, if you intend to sponsor an episode of Nigeria Daily, call us or send us a message via WhatsApp on 0913-893-3390. My name is Lilian Ogazi. Thank you for listening and bye for now. <laughs>